Hello, and welcome to another Metamedia production of JW On Purpose with your host, JW Nigerian, as he interviews and discusses business, finance, self-development, and lifestyle. Hello, everybody. This is JW Nigerian. I'm here today with Donna Gates. How are you doing, Donna? I'm great, JW. Glad to be here. Well, great. Uh, Donna, you're an author, correct? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And you uh, have the, uh, go ahead and name your book. Well, uh, the first book I wrote was called The Body Ecology Diet, and that's been around for about 16 years. It's become a bestseller. Mm-hmm. And just recently I, introduced, I launched another book called um, The Baby Boomer Diet, which is based on the principles of body ecology, but... You know, these body ecology is is not like a diet. It's um, a way of life, and it it's based on seven universal principles or laws that we really have to live by in order to be healthy and happy. So I took these principles and applied them to the concept of aging, like how to reverse aging and become younger. And so. Uh, it's called the Baby Boomer Diet, a, gr- a Guide to Growing Younger. So it's not the same material at all. Some people think it is, but it's very different material, but definitely focused on how to grow younger. Okay, and you've been, uh, for the past uh, 25 years, you've uh, become a very respected and uh, in the field of digestive health. Uh, I know you had uh, some issues yourself and were... Uh, and didn't get relief from conventional medicine, so you went on, I guess you went on some kind of mission here to uh, figure out uh, what are, you know, about changing the, the way people eat. Well, you know, when you start finding answers that, um, and you see a lot of other people suffering, I, I started off really focusing on candidiasis or yeast infections, which really just about everybody has an infection, a yeast infection in their body, and they don't know it. And the doctors don't understand it, and the drug companies don't want us to know about it. So it's, a, it's just a really serious underlying of infection that people do need to understand. And then I created a whole way of life or and a diet around healing that, but then it turned out that so many other things started, you know, whatever condition you had from diabetes to, uh, uh, you know, getting younger to hormone imbalances to having more energy, chronic fatigue, like Parkinson's, all kinds of people started to improve because the diet really works for everybody. Let's let's start off with your first book, uh, Body Ecology. What is body ecology? What What is that all about? Well, I really focus on uh, the importance of digestion and creating inside of our intestines a healthy inner ecosystem, and that means that we should have pounds of beneficial microflora, microbiota, the um, bacteria and beneficial yeast living inside of us. Some is beneficial, some is commensal, just kind of neutral, and you don't want bad bacteria. You don't want parasites and things like that inside of you. You want a healthy inner ecosystem, and so that's where the term body ecology came from, inner ecology, outer ecology. We actually have vast amounts of microbiota living in a in our intestines and on our skin and everywhere. And so we have to make sure they're the good ones, and as long as they are, we're very healthy. Okay, so um, does this kind of revolve around like paleo diet or raw food diet, you know, raw raw foods? What, What kind of things are we talking about? Well, because of the principle of uniqueness, what we do is teach people how to find exactly the right diet for them. So you might be more like the paleo and go into more animal foods. You might be more raw, you know, but, um, 
particularly if you have cancer or viral conditions in your body, like Epstein-Barr or a lot of different herpes, for example. But um, you don't have to be on that diet all the time. You have to keep, you know, changing your diet. And when you read the book and understand body ecology, you'll know exactly how to alter the foods you're eating so that they're working for your body at all times. Because food really is medicine. But I guess where we really shine is in our understanding of fermented foods. You know, foods, first of all, that you don't want in your body ever, and so we have a list of foods to avoid. We have a lot of wonderful and delicious-tasting foods that you can eat. But then we focus on fermented foods. I was the first one in the country to um, really explain about the importance of fermented food. Even today, people are recommending them, but they do not understand how important they are. And these are very ancient foods that have been around. We're around for a long time. Then they were lost in our American culture, although in other parts of the world people are eating them. <clears throat> like in Germany, for example, they have a lot of fermented foods in Japan and Korea, Scandinavian countries. Everybody has them, but we didn't. And yet they're so important because these are the foods that contain this beneficial microbiota that are really valuable for life, for wellness. And these bacteria <clears throat> and yeast and all are highly intelligent. And they communicate to our gut wall, and they uh, and then the, the gut. Our gut is connected. We have a brain in our gut, and it's connected to the brain in our head. And they, those two brains communicate to each other. But you've got your microbiota down there as sort of a command center. So they are they are knowing what our body needs at all time. If we need certain vitamins and like B vitamins, vitamin K. If we need uh, minerals, we'll take one mineral and ch- change it into another one for us. So we really need them there. But they keep our gut clean and when the intestines are clean so the whole entire body is cleaner every cell every organ is cleaner so that that's one of the secrets to not aging is you want to keep your body well nourished and free of toxins and then the cell actually some scientists say doesn't really even know how to die so that would mean at some level we're ageless now um, the other thing that the microbiota do is they digest our food for us so when our, as we're eating foods and we have some fermented foods in our diet in that meal all those microbiota travel along down our digestive tract, and they start to digest the food for us. So that, therefore, we're much better nourished when we have them in our diet. There's, there's a whole long list of things they do. I could just go balance our hormones, and gosh, it's it's a really long and important list. But nobody, very few people, know about them. Okay, so let me go back a little bit because you mentioned uh, um, the book, or you, you talk about. Um, changing up your diet and getting the diet just right for the individual. And you also talked about the brain of the, the stomach. And we've heard about, a lot of us have heard about that before, that there's a lot, there's so many nerves and um, I don't know what they call them, in the, in, in the gut area, just as many, uh-huh. not more, than the, than the brain. Yeah, actually, neurotransmitters are made down in the gut, the brain chemicals. And uh, so we have this vast, uh, it's called an enteric nervous system, and then there's the central nervous system, which is the brain and our, all the other nerves and so on. But the two brains are really connected to each other. So I always see them as one big brain just kind of housed in different parts of our body. You know, we have a lot of organs that we that come in, too. It's like we have two eyes and, you know, two lungs and so on, so two kidneys and two adrenals. But, but we have two brains. Or, but they always work intimately together. And so the one in our gut is actually the more primitive brain. And it, if there's anything, as the brain in our head doesn't work as well, the one in our gut can go on working um, very efficiently. But 
again, what I think is very, very important is what's commanding and controlling the, this particular really powerful area of our body. You know, in, in the martial arts, they always talk about the abdominal region being the hara or the power center of our body. But if you have these beneficial microbiota down inside of you and they're sending signals to the gut wall and receiving information, giving out information, then you I mean, that is really profound, and how we get them inside of us is they should be established at birth, but they usually aren't, and then we have to eat these fermented foods now to get them into the middle of our body, and then all kinds of amazing healing things start to occur, including that's one of the key secrets to longevity. Eli Michnikoff noticed um, a long time ago that people who ate fermented foods lived much longer, and he lived much, much longer than most people in his time. And uh, and so now I'm, you know, explaining why. Like, there's so much science behind this now that they didn't have available 100 right. years ago. Well, let me ask you, because uh, bringing that up, um, how, you say when you um, have a diet that's, you know, it might be different for other people. I've heard of diets where they they test your hair, they test your blood, they test your maybe some of your muscle to find out what you're deficient in and what you need uh, or the way you're the way you're talking about the um, stomach brain or the gut brain um, we may be talking about testing people by how they feel or, or their awareness how do you do that well i don't think you oh you can you can get you know Test, stool test to see if you have healthy bacteria or if you have pathogenic bacteria and yeast in your gut. That can be, you can test for that. Uh, most people don't have enough and they almost don't even need to be tested. They just need to go in these fermented foods because they bring huge, vast, vast amounts. I mean, pounds of healthy bacteria eventually end up inside of us and they begin to do all those important things that I mentioned. So you don't have to have a test to find out if you're deficient. Probably you are. But yes, if you've got you know, gut issues like Crohn's, colitis, irritable bowel, and you go in and get tested, you can, you'll see that there's a problem there, but, you know, just having the problem alone tells you you need the fermented foods. They, they benefit everybody. Oh, and also one of the most important functions is that they are our immune system. So um, 75, 80% of our immune system is determined by whether we have them there or not. Everybody could use a stronger immune system. That's great. So, you know, the the typical American, you know, uh, we know about Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and those things. Is it easy to find these fermented foods, or do you have to search around? Well, that's the problem when, you know, first of all, you, you start to introduce a concept that doesn't exist and teach people. Like I was the first one to bring the white stevia powder into the country and start really promoting stevia because it was considered, um, you know, Monsanto was popular at that time and equal and NutraSweet ruled. But um, when you, and coconut oil was considered an evil oil and I brought that back and started promoting that and eventually that caught on. Stevia is very popular today. Well, same thing with fermented foods. They're, they're not around. So you have to start through that process of first teaching people about how important they are. And in the beginning, uh, you have to kind of make them. But fortunately, depending on where you live, more and more companies now are offering them. Now, 
probably everybody knows about kombucha because that was one of the first ones to become available widely, um, widely available. But kombucha I don't recommend because it's got so much wild yeast in it, and you don't want to bring wild yeast in your body for a number of reasons. But one reason is that, um, well, first of all, it causes a lot of gas and bloating in your intestines. But also, when we have, so many people have a yeast infection already that the immune system just doesn't, it can't deal with more yeast coming into it. So kombucha I don't recommend. Wine is a fermented food. Beer is a fermented food. Sourdough bread. These are examples of fermented foods I don't recommend. But good, no, there's, I know, sorry, but, um, well, I mean, eventually small amounts, but not in the beginning, not when you're not feeling well, not when you're really trying to rejuvenate and so on. But, Fermenting coconut water, fermenting milk into kefir are both excellent you know, traces in the, in the world of dairy. Everybody knows about yogurt, but I think milk, you know, fermenting milk into kefir is easier and healthier for you. You can do that just by putting a simple starter, which are my company buddy calls you cells. Uh, you put that in the milk and ferment it. You can also home make your own cultured vegetables, but in some places, like in California, there's quite a few people making fermented vegetables. Zuke, Z-U-K-A-Y is the company that is making fermented vegetables, uh, but they call them relish. <laughs> and, um, there's a company called Goldmine making a fermented sauerkraut, just pure cabbage that's very, very well done. Uh, you know, so it's, it, fermented foods are coming on strong. And five, few, four or five years from now, I absolutely predict they're going to be in restaurants. People are going to be demanding them because they are so important to our, our health. Okay, so we don't have to and uh, bury a bunch of uh, cabbage in our garden, right? Um, no, you don't want to bury it, but it's so easy to make them. You just shred them up and pack them in real tightly into jars and then let them sit out for a week, and that's how easy it is to make them. I have lots of um, instructions on how to do that. There's even tons of YouTube videos on how to do it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hot. It's getting hot. They're one of the hottest things in, in, the, in the health world is probiotic foods now. Okay, alkaline and acid, we hear about that all the time. Um, is fermented foods uh, on the alkaline side, acid side, and does it matter? Do we even care? Well, they are very, very important for keeping your body more alkaline for a number of reasons. One thing is the microbiota in them extract minerals from the food and hold on to those minerals so that they can be taken out into the blood and into the cells, and, and that's the secret to alkalizing is mineral minerals. <laughs> and so, um, <clears throat> but they also, again, we become toxic for, we become acidic for many reasons, and one of those reasons is toxins. And so these microbiota are in there, in our gut, protecting us from toxins. Like the toxins we bring in, uh, because we eat food with toxins on them, and the toxins that we make inside our body, inside the gut, or undigested food becomes toxic. Well, they help protect us from all that. Uh, so, when, again, when we're toxic, we're acidic. And I could, that's a long list of things, too. But, again, there's just there's nothing you can talk about where you can't tie them in and show how beneficial they are. Okay, so we've been touching around this, the second book the whole time. That is a, uh, about the, um, the diet and anti-aging. Uh, what, why do we age? We age because we become toxic, 
our cells do, and because they become undernourished. So they're they're weak for those two reasons. But if you can keep your body, if you can keep those cells free of toxins and those cells well nourished, they have uh, perhaps an even indefinite life. I mean, there there have been uh, <clears throat> there's been one. Uh, study really that was where a, doc, a man kept a chicken, cells from a chicken alive for 34 years <clears throat> just by making sure the environment that the uh, cells were in were um, pure and that the cells were fed well. And so then the experiment had ended because he died. But um, there's a very, very good, um, you know, the, what we don't probably even know how long our lifespan really truly is. So that's why we age. They're, the scientists will tell you that we age because of the inflammation in our body, uh, because the mitochondria, these little energy factories inside the cells start to burn out. But then why Why do we, um, all, all the things that I teach about are addressing inflammation, are addressing, um, you know, energy. I, one of the most important things I focus on is how to create energy in the body so that the cells of the mitochondria have a lot of energy. And uh, it's but it's not really that much about. of a mystery. I'm sorry, say again? What I still didn't hear the last one word. I'm sorry, is is this like ATP we're talking about? Oh, yeah, energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but but what what creates energy in the cells or ATP in the body is um, having the food we eat break down finally into glucose and having the oxygen in our body. That's what the mitochondria need as ATP uh, to create energy is to is glucose and oxygen. Right, and when you when you talk about glucose, because you know sugar sugar busters and all that kind of stuff, sugar is pretty evil right now. Um, what kind of sugar are we talking about? Like natural from vegetable um, uh, carbohydrates that break the sugar, as opposed to eating sugars. Well, the body ecology diet is a gluten free and sugar free diet, but it's again rich in these probiotic foods. Now, if we have natural sugars in our foods, I mean. Uh, I encourage people to eat fruits, for example, that are low sugar, like the berries, blueberries, strawberries, and pomegranate and so on. Those are low sugar fruits. But if you have fruit and you eat it with a little bit of something fermented, let's say you have a shot glass of one of of our probiotic liquids, which is I often put in a wine glass and have people drink instead of wine, but they have all the good um, beneficial microbiota in them, so you eat that drink that along with your piece of fruit and the microbiota eat up the sugar in the fruit and then the fruit is not going to damage you. The the fruit actually provides food for the beneficial microbiota so they grow even more so inside of you. So sugar, natural sugars in foods are actually there for a purpose. They do give us energy but um, we're supposed to have the protection of the natu- of the microbiota in there uh, so that we can eat them safely because this, these microbiota are supposed to be going in our body the second we're born, that we're, this inner ecosystem is supposed to literally be set up inside our gut at birth so that we can eat. The first food we eat is, is mother's milk, and it's very sweet, but the microbiota are eating up the sugar, and so the baby's not being harmed by the sugar in the milk. <clears throat> right, and let's talk about antioxidants really quick, uh, because everybody who talks about anti-aging is talking about, and the cell reservoir, you know, nutrient reservoir is talking about uh, Antioxidants is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. do, you, do you 
propose antioxidants as something, you know, because the body does make them up. Do we need those, and, mm-hmm. or they come in the fermented foods or just the diet? Itself? Yeah, the uh, fermented foods are powerful antioxidants. They're your best antioxidant foods that you could possibly put in your body. The microbiota act as powerful um, antioxidants. And there's a good bit of research showing that, um, for example, the fermented cabbage that I was talking about is very protective and, and helps people that are suffering from, uh, or, you know, to prevent breast and prostate cancer and even people who have breast and, con- breast and prostate can- cancer, colon cancer, for example, it's very, very beneficial uh, for, for that, those kind of conditions as well. So they're truly, truly, truly the best. They're the best of the medicinal foods, and they're the best of the raw foods. Like, you know, p- people that are raw say, oh, you know, raw is better. It has all, the, all these enzymes. But really, raw isn't necessarily better. Some people can't digest raw at all. But fermented foods are pre-digested. They've been broken down. They're easy to digest. And they're, they're raw, but they're better than raw. So they really are. They should be at the very top of the pyramid. Oh, JW, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does it still contain the fiber that you need? Oh, tremendous amount of fiber. All plant foods have fiber, and they're the best form of fiber. So the fermented uh, fermented vegetables have a lot of fiber. Now, you won't find fiber in fermented um, milk, for example, kefir or yogurt. You won't find it in the fermented coconut water which we call young coconut kefir. So, um, but, yes, very much so in the fermented vegetables, which, again, have their YouTube, uh, quite a few YouTube demonstrations showing how to make them. And they've just gotten all over the world. I mean, fermented foods are so hot right now. If you're not eating them, you're missing something very, very important. Okay. So you mentioned something to me earlier about methods of uh, healing and rejuvenation. Can you talk about that? Um, well, in the, in my new book, the Baby Boomer Diet book, I talk about first of all um, energy. You know where energy comes from. Like we lose our, we're all born with a certain amount of energy, a finite amount. Somebody might be born with a lot of energy, and somebody might be born with a weaker constitution. Whatever we're born with is always got. But nobody teaches us that, you know, we need to conserve it and use it up slowly. Like, like for example, if it were money and somebody left us a million dollars or five million dollars and we were taught, well, you need to save that million dollars, you're going to need that throughout your life, you know, we would. But nobody teaches us that energy is the same way and we only have a certain amount and so we have to um, use it wisely and replenish it. So part of the secret to rejuvenating the body and becoming younger is actually to replenish that prenatal energy that we were originally born with, that constitutional energy. So I explained that in the book, but I also explained the importance of how to use foods, to which foods deplete that energy and which foods actually can restore that energy and put the money back in the bank account. Um, but then also there are therapies, like in Chapter 26, there's amazing new therapies that are coming about. They're actually here right now, literally being, you know, they're on the planet and the researchers and doctors are looking at them and they haven't quite been released to us, but the state of Nevada just recently passed a bill that we can, um, that within the year we'll be able to go right into Nevada and get stem cells, and then the stem cells actually um, secrete, these are real healthy adult stem cells, by the way, that don't have any negative side effects and are very effective at rejuvenating and, and, and healing the body in other ways. They're used for spinal cord injuries and diabetes and MS and so on, but they're fantastic for anti-aging. And then those, those stem cells, when they're in your body, they actually secrete something called trophic factors, which are little peptides, and those peptides 
um, are very, very healing. But, but without having to get the stem cells, you can, you soon, we soon will be able to get these trophic factors. So we can just inject them in us and, and again, start that process of rejuvenation. So there's so many, I, I love that chapter in the book because I explain about, you know, these therapies that are here that are literally at our fingertips. So we have to stay as healthy as we can to enjoy them, enjoy the benefits of them. But, you know, sunlight, rest, along with healthy diet, a really good night's sleep and so on, those things are also very, very vital for rejuvenation. And they're right. free. Exercise is important. <laughs> very important for so many reasons. I have a whole chapter on that in the book, too. But, you know, the whole book is about any aging. So everything is geared on how exercise increases uh, youthfulness. How does sunlight, how critical is sunlight for growing younger, increasing, right. you know, uh, having high levels of vitamin D in the body and how to, how to get that. How, you can't really get it from food, uh, supplements and being out in the sun are the, the way. You know, it's funny because as people get older, they sort of naturally gravitate to warmer, sunny climates like Florida and Arizona and California uh, because there's something innately in their body that knows that sunlight's very critical for us to stay alive. We're really creatures of the sun. As long as you don't do too much, right, in moderation. Oh, yeah, you have to use it wisely, and it's it's very easy to do that. I explain all that in the book, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So let me ask you about this. We hear a lot about uh, hormone therapy. And I know some people that are doing hormone therapy, they swear by it. Is this something that is this just playing with the, you know, um, symptoms as opposed to really taking care of the issue by eating right, or is this something that you Yeah. It is. It is. The, the symptom is, is that there's a deficiency of hormones, and then you'll have other symptoms that come from that, like you can't sleep at night and you have hot flashes and no energy, no sex drive, and so on, you know, spaciness in your mind. All those things are symptoms of having lower hormones, but what's what's causing those hormones to be uh, depleted in the body is that we've spent that prenatal energy that I was talking about. And so these new therapies that I mentioned in the book are actually going to be restoring that prenatal energy, and so our hormones will just naturally come back to life. Like if you restore the adrenals, for example, to their original energy, then they'll produce the hormones like they're supposed to, so we won't need bioidentical hormones. Uh, I think they're a bridge, a temporary bridge. For some people, they're absolutely essential. Um, I, uh, at 65 years old, I, you know, thought I was going to need them, but then as I found all these other techniques and therapies and ways to, um, because I'd rather, instead of taking something, I would rather, um, you know, restore the original energy of each organ in my body. So as I've done, I, you know, I don't use hormones and I don't need hormones, and so I know for a fact that <clears throat> many people will be able to, uh, Restore as we as we restore those organs, we they will produce the hormones and we won't need them. But they're they're it's good that we have them now. Okay, so I'm 53 at the moment. Uh, I have not been I have not been good on my body <laughs> over the last 50 so years. I've been you know pretty tough on it. How how much can I reverse the the process that's already occurred in my life? Well, probably easily 10 years, but many people can go back 15 or 20 years. Um, and then again, with these new therapies that are here, literally available, soon available to us, um, you know, they're trying to decide how to price them and get them to us and so on. But they will, 
probably, you know, easily take people back 20 years or so. Maybe, maybe, I mean, and that's just going to be the beginning. You know, see, baby boomers, it's an enormous generation, and there's over 79 million of us in the U.S. And it, if you look at our generation and the history of what we've done, every time we come to something that we don't like, we change it. We break it apart and, you know, open the door for new ways, better ways to come in. And so we're doing that with aging. We've looked at our parents and our grandparents and other people going old, and we think, I'm not going to – every one of us knows we're going to – the years are going to get added on our life, and someday we're going to leave. But no baby boomer wants to suffer, and they don't want to lose their memory or lose their independence and have to wear diapers and can't drive their car. So they have this strong, strong, strong vibration that all of us are putting into the universe that's asking for answers. So they're going to come and they're just going to, and the door is going to be open and they're just going to keep right on coming. So it's almost impossible to answer that question because who knows what's coming for us. Well, that's great. Uh, again, we're speaking to Donna Gates and the name, names of your, your two books. The Body Ecology Diet, and which is about the immune system and so on and, and overcoming all kinds of problems, creating that inner ecosystem. And then the other one is called The Baby Boomer Diet, A Guide to Growing Younger. Wonderful. And I know you're working on another book now. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's on Another the book on detox. Yeah, because that's the other big thing is you've got to get those toxins out of your body. And most people have a very shallow understanding of how to do that. So I'm, I'm really excited about this new book. That's the third book. Since we're on the subject, uh, you know, the colon cleanse, what's your take on Mm -hmm. that? Oh, I think it's a, it's a wonderful tool. There's a whole chapter in the book on colon cleansing that, uh, and, and especially in the detox book, that uh, will take people to a whole different understanding of its value. It's wonderful for hydration. One of the things that happens as we age is we get more and more dehydrated, and that's why old people look all shriveled up because of the dehydration. So there's, you know, I talk about, I have a whole chapter on hydration and, and colon therapy is another chapter um, too, but there's, again, such little understanding of how to use these tools wisely so that they're, they're really effective. Okay. So I think it's another wonderful tool. Wonderful. So, uh, Donna, how can we get a hold of you? Where can we find your books? Well, bodyecology.com, or you can even go to the, the babyboomerdiet.com. We had a special promotion, I guess it's still there, uh, where people were getting special, you know, free things when they ordered the books that way. Amazon has it, of course, but we have a, I hope people will join Facebook. We have an extremely active Facebook, um, group. <laughs> They're so giving and they help people, they support people so much. You know, when you read the books, you will want to do this because everybody does and because it really works. And um, and then the next thing is you're going to want support. So I highly recommend you know, signing up for the free newsletter and keep learning and then also joining Facebook where you can, people there will answer the questions that you'll have in the beginning. Well, that's great. So you have a whole community to, to help you along. Very wonderful, caring community. People always say the Body Culture community is such, it attracts such loving people and it's, it's amazing that way. We all need support. Donna, thank you so much for coming on with us today. I really appreciate it, and uh, everybody go look for her book. I think you'll uh, find it quite interesting, and uh, we all want to uh, not only live longer but live better, and I really love what you said about it's really quality of life. It's not about how long you live as much as how how great the quality of that life is, 
can. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. That's the secret. Absolutely. So we're here with Donna Gates. Thank you so much, Donna, uh, for coming on. Thank you very much, JW. I appreciate the work you're doing to help people like me get my message out. Thank you. I am committed to changing the way the world eats. There you go. Everybody, this is Donna Gates and JW Nigerian. I screwed up my own name. That's good. (laughs) Anyway, everybody have a wonderful day and a better tomorrow. Thank you for listening to JW On Purpose with JW Nigerian. You can find JW On Purpose at jwonpurpose.com. JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2011, and all rights are reserved.